Hey guys, it's me, Kayla. For this episode of the Infertile Mafia, we invited Christine, a super talented illustrator, to join us on this show. She's going to talk to you about lots of stuff, but also about how illustrating helped her cope with infertility. And what you're about to hear is a behind-the-scenes look into our recording session. Here's what happened right as we turned on the microphones, poured the wine, and hit record. Oh, and also listen to the end to hear a fun outtake about underboob. Okay, enjoy the show. blanket right here but okay. underneath the blanket you're not ever allowed to see my closet what's oh, under the blanket no. oh it's storage bad. bins there are storage <laughs> bins under the blanket it just gets worse containers there no. are containers you Wait, have your stuff shocking. in storage bins <laughs> and and there's stuff in organized bags no it's really shocking oh, look christine look what's right here what is it looks like a bag of Wait for it. You're gonna bring down the fort. Oh my gosh. It's a paper bag. No. Oh, it's IVF stuff. What is this? I don't know what to do with it. Is it it your sharps? Are there like actual needles in it? Dude, Christine, look. Listen. We threw we oh my god just a it's bag full of needles. Just throw it away. Oh, you had way more than me. In the it's trash can. Because I took blood thinners twice a day. In the trash can. No, it's actually really hard to throw away your IVF. It needles. is. What do you do with them? Uh, we took ours. I think. I th- I want to say we took them to the library. <laughs> Just for an outing. <laughs> no, because there was. You can't bring them to a doctor's office. No, I asked and, my RE, and they're like, "No, we don't take them." And there's a specific place, and I want to say that we had to bring them to the library. Oh, it's like a drop-off place for yeah. sharps? I think, I want to say it was the library or the post office. Do, do, do. No, it wasn't the post office. I think like, it was the library. Um, here I am returning my overdue book <laughs> and here's a bunch of needles while I'm at it. Like yeah. that kind of thing. And we had it all duct taped up so that like, you know, no one could open it or whatever. And it looked just like this. What did you do with your needles? I think I just threw them away in the trash. <laughs> Sarah, I don't think you're supposed to do that. No, well, it's the, a biohazard. If the doctor won't take them. <laughs> that's my thought. I agree. Yeah, I, that's why I still have them four years later. Or maybe I, I still have do with them. them. I don't know. I you think can't I threw them to a pharmacy either. In the trash. Yeah, what can can you take them to a hospital? You have to be able to take them to a hospital. I don't think so. I don't know. We didn't. Ta- I'm pretty sure we did not take them to a hospital. That's it was somewhere very random, like a library. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> did you? How did you know though? Did you look it up? Like, where can I take? Yeah, I think we or someone told us. Uh, Ryan looked into this because I was pretty much like, I don't care what happens to these needles. <laughs> What's your husband so, doing tonight? He is in California. Oh. He's, what? He, he's That's on... why she's with the other woman. <laughs> <laughs> Peter said you should, you should say that you're a cheater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's why we have the mood lighting. Right. The, the wine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
There are lots of open relationships in That's this right. day and age. That's right. <laughs> are you open to it, Sarah? Am I what? Are you open? Are yeah. you open to it? Are yeah, you open to this it. threesome that's happening right now? I'm fine with it. And on that note, welcome to the Infertile Mafia. That's Sarah. That's Kayla. And today we're talking to Christine of Infertility Illustrated. Or is it Illustrated Infertility? <laughs> Infertility Illustrated. Got it right Hi the first everybody. time. <laughs> She's at Infertility Illustrated. And if you haven't seen her account on Instagram, please go check it out. I mean, we've talked about it so many times. So if you listen to this podcast, you've heard us talk about Christine. We love her. We How did we meet? Like, how did this blossoming affair happen? One of us messaged the other. I oh, can't remember. One of us slid into the other's <laughs> yes. DMs. The DMs, yes. <laughs> God. That's all. Isn't that how all affairs start? It is. Days? It is. Tinder's out. <laughs> Bumble, forget it. It's all about the DMs. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know who found who, but I think I, f- I think I realized, I figured out through context clues that you were in Chicago, and I was like, oh, we should be friends. Well, I basically just like the name of your podcast. Oh, yeah, that's right. You said you, not you, the name and the artwork, you were like, oh, I got to check this out. Yeah, <laughs> because you guys have very modern branding. Which oh. I appreciate. We both appreciate that because sh- you're an artist. You're a graphic type of artist. So that's like high praise coming from you. What do you do? Tell us about yourself. By day. <laughs> by by day, day and by night. Uh, I am a graphic designer by day. <laughs> but I work for an insurance company. So it's not that exciting. Wait, so you do graphic design for the insurance company? Yeah, like all internal stuff, you know, like brochures and logos and that's cool things like that. Yeah. Do you get to design anything edgy? Like, you know. No. (laughs) Like, I don't even know what would be edgy. (laughs) (laughs) For an insurance company? Yeah. Um, So we're going to talk to Christine, obviously. We're going to call you our, like, co-host today instead of an interview. Okay. That works Are you good with that? Yeah. Okay. It's not um, as awkward as so we're an gonna, interview. I like being a, uh, a fellow host versus an interviewee, too. Agree. Pressure's off. Agree. Christine, I want you to give us a brief history and then kind of like where you are currently, like what's happening now. Okay. I'll be, I'll be really brief. Started TTCing, uh, what, almost... I guess like about four years ago, um, we started trying naturally, didn't work out, went to my doctor. They said, oh, you have textbooks, PCOS. Mm. We're just going to give you a pill. And the guy was sounded British. Oh, he did? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to give you a pill and you'll be fine. So I was like, great. So I did two rounds of letrozole. Most people do Clomid. So I feel like not that many people even know what letrozole is. Oh, people know. Um, I did two rounds of letrozole and nothing happened because I think I was like missing the like window. And then I did another round and so got you don't even know if you ovulated on letrozole. I did, but I think I was like missing just... the window because I was getting like a false positive. Gotcha. Yeah. So then the third time around, though, we got it. We got pregnant. Woo. 
<laughs> um, but then I had like a really bad ectopic. I had like a rupture. So they had to do emergency surgery and I lost my right tube. Um, so that was fun. <laughs> and then I got pregnant again, right? Like, you know, you have to like wait a month or whatever. And then I got pregnant again, the cycle right after, and it was also ectopic and they were able to treat it with methotrexate. So then we like took a few months off. Then we did uh, one round of shots, but not IUI, just like timed mm-hmm. intercourse. Mm-hmm. I like say IUI just because I feel like it's easier for people to understand. But <laughs> <laughs> we did one round of just shots and then one IUI. And after the IUI, I was like, forget Done. this BS. <laughs> this <laughs> is stupid. So the, I, the IUI, I felt like was such a waste of time. I was like, why are we doing this? Uh, then we did one round of IVF, and I got very bad OHSS. So they, you know, canceled the cycle, froze everything. Um, so then we did one frozen embryo transfer of two embryos and just didn't get pregnant. Nothing happened. And then we did another frozen embryo transfer almost exactly a year ago. Got pregnant. Woo, awesome. And then had a miscarriage, you know, a couple weeks afterward. And that's it. We've been on a break since. So we're getting ready to start our next cycle, like, within the next few months. But I feel like I've been saying within the next few months for about six months now. (laughs) So... (laughs) Yeah, but but like, so well, talk about why you've been on a break for a year. Has it just been timing? And it was like the miscarriage was like yeah. hard, right. and so I knew I wanted to take a few months, like come down off of the hormones, and then, and then one of the places we like went to, like you know, see if they would be our doctor or whatever. They were kind of like, oh, we shut down for like the holidays, like the winter holidays. So they're like, you'd either need to start right now or wait until January. So we were like, okay, we'll wait until January. And then January came around and we decided to like meet with a couple of other doctors. And then, well, then we just started the whole embryo transferring process, which just took way longer than we thought it was going to take. It was just like so much more involved than we thought it was going to be. And so at the end of all that, by the time we would have started, Ryan was going to be leaving for his... I hope it's okay that I say his name on this podcast. It's up to you. You uh, can... You, we can edit it out. Gonna be leaving. You can give him a pseudonym. No, it's okay. <laughs> Ryan was going to be leaving for his... like int- He's in business school, so his summer internship. And he was gone for my IVF round and my frozen embryo transfer and our second frozen embryo transfer when I had the miscarriage. So we kind of were like, you know what, let's not start a cycle where you're going to be gone and if something bad happens, you're not going to be here. So we just then just put everything on hold. Until you knew you'd both be in the same place at the same time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm done doing this stuff by myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We, before we started recording, we are talking about how I'm not, I don't remember. I think it was the last miscarriage you had 
where he gallivanted off to Europe and you were just like hanging out. Here he, I am. He's going to say that's such an unfair characterization. <laughs> but I mean, he was on a pre-business school trip in <laughs> Belgium and Amsterdam for a week. Well, Meanwhile, back at the ranch. Yeah, well, yeah. I was like unpacking our house and going through out an embryo. Yeah. It oh, is. Yeah. So are you all well, out of you- embryos? that were from no. the first no so they when i did my ivf i think i they took 26 eggs 15 fertilized and then nine made it to day five wow woo woo that's so that's great. and i've yeah yeah it's it's a good number and i've used three so i'm bad at math you you guys can <laughs> we're, uh, tell me how many are left. You have six left. You listen to the podcast. You know we're Thank bad you. at math. <laughs> we're actually going to talk to you about your embryos in a minute because they are not currently stored in the state where you now reside. So we're going to get to that in a minute. But before we do, uh, I want to circle back and talk to you about your Instagram account, Infertility Illustrated. So, because that's how we met, and that's how you're, like, plugged into the infertility community, and tell me about it. Like, how did it come about, and... Honestly, it was just kind of a really spur-of-the-moment thing, you know? I knew that a lot of people were... Or I had really just discovered. I had never looked on Instagram for kind of infertility stuff before, and so it was sort of, like, eye-opening to see that there was so much out there, and I knew lots of people were sharing things like memes and whatnot. And I was sort of like, well, I can draw. I'm just going to do this, like, stupid little sketch. <laughs> I'm just going to post it. And, you know, if anybody likes it, great. If not, who cares? I just did it for myself. <laughs> so so that was basically how it started. I just posted a random picture. And then I just kind of, like, thought about all the other ridiculous or sad or hilarious things that like happen in along this journey <laughs> uh she threw the journey up in quotes i were ta- no let's not use the word journey anymore no I, let's call it an experience that's i when i when i want to say journey because it's like preconditioned when you're in the infertility community just use the word journey well, it also I like, feels like a journey because it's freaking long. Well, yeah. Could it be a trip? <laughs> On this, it's certainly a trip. No, because a trip is a trip is fast. A trip has a start and an end point, which I guess this does too. But when you see say journey, I think of like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. <laughs> like the trip to Mordor. It's like a quest. <laughs> yes. Uh, side note: Peter's a huge like Lord of the Rings fan. No surprise there. <laughs> They're good. I haven't watched those movies in a while, but maybe I have more in common with Frodo than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Wait, the ring is not what they're after. They're trying to get rid of the ring, right? That's true. Yeah. I guess we have nothing in common. <laughs> there's, nothing, there's nothing in common there. Well, I mean, you're after a goal that seems unattainable. And it <laughs> makes you, have to you go crazy. through a really dark place. And, and it, it does make you crazy. Yeah. So right. it's not that journey isn't applicable. It's just that it gets so... Like I think I said this recently on a show that we recorded. That's like... 
journey, journey, journey. You hear it over and over again. It like starts it's to overused. sound. It's overused. Like you're making people mad like, right now. I don't. It's fine. all right. Experience. I like experience. So, I don't even know what we were talking about with the journey or experience anymore. <laughs> We're talking about your Instagram account. Oh, yeah. And the inspiration for it. Yeah, and so like, yeah. I was just drawing things that I have experienced. <laughs> and I figured if I had experienced them, other people had probably experienced similar situations. And maybe they would be able to appreciate or understand. Or it would, you know, provide them some like kind of comfort as well to know that they're not yeah. the only ones feeling like that so that was kind of my thought process and it does don't yeah. you think I've, like i feel like sometimes there's there's not words but it's like even just seeing an illustration to your point um like that captures more than anything anyone can say or you know it's just like it encompasses everything all in one picture, which is, I mean, I think it's great what you're doing. Um, and I, yeah, I like, I, I'm curious about your, like your creative process for an illustration. Like how do you decide what you're going to draw and when you're, does it just come to you? Do you just like, like, how do you decide? It's like a hundred percent, just like in the moment, whatever comes to my mind. I don't, like, think about them for, like, weeks in advance, per se. Mm -hmm. It's if something happens that day and it makes me think about it, then I'll draw it. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, like, maybe, like, there, there are definitely parts of my experience that I probably will draw at some point, so those wouldn't exactly be, like, in the moment. But, like, I'm in the card aisle trying to you know, buying baby cards to say, congratulations, you just had a baby. And it's like, where where are all the infertility cards? <laughs> They're not here. No. <laughs> not a lot of those. You have to get them off not, Etsy. Hallmark. Hallmark yeah. needs to get on. Well, I told Christine she needs to, like, either have an Etsy account. I joked that you need to get a, like, I know. partner with Hallmark, which I know you said you would never do, but. Never. I think because um, they own, then they own your artwork. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which you don't want to do I that. Like, yeah. yeah. But I do think, I think what you, I think the illustrations you do are so, like, they, they do such a good job of, like I said, depicting a feeling that sometimes, like, they communicate that better than words do. So at some point, like, I think we I talked know. about like doing a a coffee table book or like or turning them yeah. into your own Etsy account, like your own cards. I think there is like I need to do something. I'm just I'm also a procrastinator at like <laughs> everything. So I'll like wait until the last minute to You're in do good anything. company. You're in good company here. So I'll like put it off, put it off, put it off, and then when I'm like 65, like oh shit, I better do this. <laughs> <laughs> and then you it's do it now all or in never. One night. Yeah. Exactly. When you're 65, you'll really be infertile. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, <laughs> maybe not. Unless you unless you live in India and yeah, then they can that get woman you pregnant. you guys talked about, right? Yeah. Insanity. She's like, I didn't think um, I would. It would affect me this much, and she's dying now. She's like. Oh, oh, Sarah, do you, do you have any like favorite illustrations uh, of Christine's? The one with 
a dog. Oh, of course. That one spoke Pippa. to me. The one Pippa. that you're like, talking to your dog, having a heartfelt conversation. And the dog's like, food, food. <laughs> Pippa and I have a lot of heartfelt conversations. <laughs> and she frequently just looks at me and is like, please go to the refrigerator and give me something to eat. I don't care what kind of a shitty day you've had. <laughs> yes. Give me some bacon. Yeah, that's, this is what my dog was, this was her look today. I don't know if you can see it. She's like, hey, give me some yes. food. Aww. I know that look. It's, they just try to stare into your soul and they're not trying to comfort you. They just want you to feed them. But somehow that that is comforting, right? Yeah, I mean, like, I'll, like, smother my dog in affection. I'll, like, pick her up, <laughs> squeeze her, and hold her, and be like, Pip, I'm really sad. She's like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> <laughs> but we just talked about this in, in a recent episode about coping mechanisms, and so many people said their fur baby oh, yeah. was like, you know, and I was like, I think I'm missing out. And Sarah was like, yeah, you're missing out. <laughs> but not so if you I'm don't glad like you have Pippa. having a dog. Well, it's not that I don't like it. They just make me sick. I'm allergic and to I them. And I get like a turtle. Hypoallergenic. Can you cuddle a turtle? <laughs> yeah, sure. They have like a hard shell. You could like put them against your cheek maybe. <laughs> like a cold shell <laughs> against my cheek. Just don't get it. Don't like, you know, lick your hands afterwards because you'll get <laughs> some Listen, I I had a lot of turtles as a child. Really? I caught turtles. Yes, and you know what no one tells you about turtles is they pee on you all the time. Ew. What about a what about like, a rat? I, think I said this to you. A rat. Ew. Come on. So this was Christine and I can see a rat wait. any day of the week. We live in Chicago. I, I'm gonna tell you guys about the terrible dream that I had. Oh no. I like this was just was a couple this like days ago. Nutcracker style, like no, rats come this to was, life. I dreamt I was pregnant, and oh, I we're already gave, off to a bad start. I gave birth to a rat, a <gasps> no. giant rat, oh, no. and I was like, "What? You didn't tell me I was having a rat?" And they're like, "Yeah, don't you remember when we like made you drink the rat poison?" <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was really upsetting. Why? Where did this come from? I don't know. Did you see one of those those signs like before you you know the signs around the city like rat like where I they... think I was in California so oh. I wasn't even here. Never mind. What are the signs? They just like every alley you drive down in the city like they come and like exterminate or whatever for rats and they post these giant signs and they have they have like illustrations of rats. I've never seen no. these. Okay, maybe it's. I thought they were gonna say, "Don't pet the rats." <laughs> right. They might as well. Sometimes you can't tell the difference in this city between rats and squirrels. Are they all rodents? I had Can we pet just rats. Cross rodents off the list. You had pet rats. Yeah. Why? Um, <laughs> because I can. Most people go for the hamster. Yeah, she had a hedgehog. I had a hedgehog, a hedgehog. too. Oh, that's cute. That was Sarah's way of coping with her failed IVF. She got a hedgehog. Wait, that's actually really cute. <laughs> yeah, Peter was always like, no, I'm like, I really want a hedgehog. And then our IVF failed. And he's like, you can get a hedgehog. 
It's oh. like, I can't say no to you now. And then, <laughs> Did you guys talk about that last week? No, we just, I, I just know. He, he ended up living with my brother, and he, he died somewhat recently. Of old age. Of old age. <laughs> he was like three. Th- <laughs> oh, my God. I, I don't know. I wasn't a very good hedgehog owner. I think you're supposed to, like, bathe them and do all that stuff. And bathe them, but they're prickly. Yeah. Yeah. You're, uh, you're supposed to use a toothbrush. Oh, what? that is way too high maintenance of an animal. Yeah. Uh-uh. But really cute. If I saw a hedgehog being brushed with a toothbrush, <laughs> that would be pretty cute. And they can eat cat food. Yeah. What about a tarantula? Um, mm-mm. I would have a tarantula. No, I, no, no. I I wanted snakes as a child. No, okay. There's something yeah. wrong with you. I, <laughs> well, there's a lot of things wrong with me. I asked every Whoa. birthday and Christmas. I asked my parents for a snake, and they would be like, "Here's this book about snakes. Here's a calendar about snakes." Like a boa constrictor? Did you want a boa constrictor? I just wanted any kind of snakes. I just had such a fascination with snakes. Hey, you could. Still I get would a get snake. one now. I would get a snake. Does anyone have a snake out there? Am I weird for wanting a snake? No. I mean, maybe a little. (laughs) I mean, it's not the typical pet a girl at least would want. (laughs) No. Maybe a boy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so getting back to your illustrations. Wow, we ventured way off topic. Remind me to tell you about the time I went to the Rattlesnake Roundup. That's that's another. I don't know what that is. It's exactly what it sounds Actual like. Actual rattlesnakes? Yeah. You just oh go out God. and hunt the rattlesnakes. That must be a Texas thing. It is a Texas thing. Anyway, <laughs> one of my favorites is kind of provocative. <laughs> Did you see which one I picked? Yes. <laughs> this one. I was, I mean, when I drew that, I was like in a really bad mood. Well, I can tell. But it's so relatable. It's the one that says infertility is a thief, and it's the woman, and she's chained up on the chair. I mean, that was, like, basically June 14th. Like, my sister, I think, was being induced that day. Mm. And I was just, like, like, infertility, like, robs you of the ability to be happy to an extent for, you know, like, other people, yeah, you know? Like, I wanted to be so excited for her. She's mm-hmm. having her baby. This is awesome. And instead, I was just like, this sucks because you're pregnant and you're having your baby and I'm not. Right. And so it was like, like, infertility robs you of joy for other people. It takes years off your life. I... It gives you pounds, so I guess it's not a thief there. Well, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I also love... I mean, I also love that one. (laughs) I I really like the Infernal Mafia (laughs) illustration, too. I was like, I don't know That's one one of my favorites. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, in case you guys didn't know, Christine drew us. It's pretty sweet. (laughs) It's one of my favorites. Really? Yeah. Aw. I just, I love your tagline, too. They're your friends who get it. The Infertile Mafia is real. Like, I love it. I just like the idea that, like, 
You're you two are hanging life. out in some basement somewhere, <laughs> and someone's got to come to you for the shot. Do you have the goods? And you've got wine and a needle on a silver platter. <laughs> we've, and we've got the IVF candy. progesterone shot. Right. Yeah. yeah. All the IVF candy. Well, and I love, too, that you said, like, you're in it for life, and that's a good thing because we take care of our own. That's a better way of saying what we're doing. Because, like, Sarah and I, it's like, we both have kids. We could be, like, we could have just been, like, peace out, infertile people. Like, we're done. But that's just not, like, we totally still identify with the infertility community. We're still, like, feel like we're 100% part of you and... Yeah, we're in it for life is a good way of saying it. I like that so much. I'm Thank nodding. Thank you for doing that. It's Just true. Like, yeah, Sarah's, Sarah's aggressively nodding over there. <laughs> um, okay, so you just recently talked about your embryos. You said you have six, you think. Yeah, is that the number we decided yeah. on? Okay. <laughs> According to the math that the three of us don't know how yes, to do. I think I have six. Hey, I'm so, not that bad at math. Well, I am. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Up top, Christine. <laughs> I'm really bad. <laughs> There's a reason you draw and I play guitar. <laughs> I don't math. Um, but I wanted to talk to you about, because you did IVF. So you've had so many, you've moved so many times, like during your yes. infertility experience. So you, your embryos are in... North Carolina? Virginia. Virginia. Okay. I knew they were somewhere down in... Yeah. Our embryos are in Virginia, and we need to get them still from Virginia to here. But we're at the final... All I have to do now, I think, I think, is make the call. Yeah. (laughs) And pay the money. (laughs) Right. And say, ship them. That small detail. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us what that entails. You can't just, like, FedEx embryos, right? I mean... We have to do, uh, there's a lot of paperwork. There's a lot of paperwork, a lot of transferring of records. And then uh, what else did they need? So you told you told me it's like a special truck. Like you can't so, just go on well, any, so like, then I right? thought, it's yeah, like a, because I thought, okay, great. So once you, once each of you have all of your paperwork, then you just talk to each other and you ship them to each other. And maybe some clinics do that. But all of a sudden, you know, 11th inning here. And they're like, oh, no, no. You have to work with a third-party company to And ship. I think some people do it themselves. Like, I, I think in my Googling about oh, this. Oh, my gosh. You, like, you put them on dry ice or whatever. And you, you know, pick them up. And you drive them from one place to another. Can you imagine? No. I, I thought no, it was a big metal. Thing. I don't know what it looks like. like I'm picturing the, up, it's um, this big. the Barbasol can on Jurassic Park. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I'm picturing, too. <laughs> Which we, we had someone, Sarah, we had someone on Instagram send us a meme that we need to share. Is it Jurassic Park? Yeah, it's like, it's like <laughs> about embryo storage. And I was like, this is Jurassic Park. That's what they were referencing, but it's not obvious. We'll share it. There's a, so there's a third party company that you have to use to get them to ship from one to the other, which I didn't know about until, like I said, when I thought everything was all signed and done. Right. And then all of a sudden, oh no, guess what? There's a, another company, 
And so that's the step that we're at is we have to I've already like gotten the quote. I think I need to get a new one because it's been months at this point. But I have to call them and say, okay, yes, proceed. Here's my money. Do this. <laughs> <laughs> but so you're almost there. I'm almost there. I've almost got them transferred. That's good. Yeah. Um. So another thing, because you've traveled so many times, you've worked with a bunch of different doctors. Yeah. So bedside manner <laughs> like well, I feel like a lot of us work with only one RE ever I mean everybody's like seen multiple doctors yeah did but either of your c- clinics have that like you don't see your same doctor every time mine uh, was just one doctor I just saw um, the same person really yeah oh, me you guys too. are so lucky but I didn't I didn't see the doctor I only saw the doctor on like for consultations and then like the big stuff like transfers and, yeah. and egg retrieval and like stuff like that but from I mean, your experience yeah I think my doctor my specific doctor I think she only did she personally only did like one of my procedures back in Virginia I think I'm pretty sure I was a different doctor who was like on the schedule because yeah. you know it's you're the way they schedule, like, the IVF, you know, the extractions and the transfers, mm-hmm. it's like they all have different days. Right. You know? Right. If so, you're in a group of fertility yeah, doctors. Yeah. So, I don't... I think, like, it just worked out that every time I was there, it was with someone else except for, like, one time. That would be really hard. Yeah. I mean, I loved... I loved, loved, loved my doctor in Virginia, but there was there were a couple of the doctors... That I wasn't as in love with. <laughs> yeah. They Well, they're just like, they're, I mean, there's this one, I think he retired too now, but he was just, he had zero bedside manner. He was like very clinical. Like he called me to, I think after, when I, after I was having one of my miscarriages or one of my ectopics, he called me to confirm that that's what it was. And he was very like, Okay, yep, it's an ectopic. You'll get come in tomorrow for the methotrexate shot. And I was like, what, is there, can we talk about this? <laughs> and he was just like, yep, nope, that's it. See you later, bye. I was yeah. like, well, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. And then, like, since being here, I mean, we've talked to a couple of different doctors. And, I mean, they're just, like they're all different i mean we haven't really gone through treatment with any specific one yet but they're just i mean it's like you know it's interesting they all have kind of different ways they handle it and i need someone who's you know really okay we're gonna take care of you kind Mm -hmm. of thing you know but also knows what they're doing and doesn't leave too much up to me (laughs) yeah makes sense yeah it's a fight like what do you want to do yeah no, I you know. tell me what to do. I don't what know. Do you, you're the right. doctor. Right. What do you, what do you mean what do you want to do? Like you're supposed I'm here because I want you to tell me what I need to do. Yeah. I felt like my I've talked about my Ari a bunch and I th- I felt like she was a great combination of she I feel like I mean she was a woman so I feel like that like automatically helps because you just feel like they're going to like understand better. 
but she also did IVF and she was super funny. So like she was always keeping me laughing about the whole thing, which helped me like stay upbeat and positive about it. Like I never left an appointment after talking to her, like feeling worse about the situation. I always felt like more encouraged and positive. I don't know. I felt like it was a good combination. I think a lot of it was the uh, nurses, too. Like, we, I talked to the nurse mostly. He would come in. Yeah, good nurses are huge. I would talk to (sighs) Marnie, the nurse, a lot. The nurses can make or break your day at the RE clinic, right? I'm the jury's still out on my new potential nurse. Yeah. (laughs) Because just. Just based on how this whole embryo transfer process has gone, I'm like, like her, she's a little cavalier about it, and I'm like, I get it, this is your job, but it's my life. And my little baby. <laughs> so yeah. I would appreciate it if you would, you know. Take it serious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta go through portals. Portals. <laughs> like, press one if you need this press five if it's like 30 yeah. minutes later you're talking to an answering machine yeah basically i don't hate the portals because sometimes they'll be pretty like prompt and efficient fast. Yeah. yeah but but like yeah sometimes you just need to like speak to someone yeah you need some a, a live person <laughs> by the time i left virginia i i mean i had my doctor's email address and she was really responsive. Oh, she would nice. get back to me right away, and that's she was she was awesome. I miss her. Aww, I know. Yeah, I I there were like there were two nurses at my clinic that if one walked in the room, I was like, oh, this is great, and if the other one walked in the room, I was like, oh, it's you, is, it's you, it's you again. Yeah, I I do I agree. Like they can make or break. So to all the nurses out there listening, there's a lot of nurses in the Facebook group. Um, I don't think they're necessarily IVF you. nurses. To be no, fair. but I just feel like <laughs> nurses in general, like, they have a hard job. They're sort of the liaison between the patient and the doctor. Yeah. And they have a very important job. And they, like, half the time serve as, like, therapists, too. <laughs> nurses are awesome. It's a hard job. Like, you no, don't realize how awesome. much are they awesome. do until you're, like they're like wiping you, i mean but. at every <laughs> transfer really every like ivf extraction the nurses were amazing because yeah. they're the ones who are you Do know making sure you're com- like making <laughs> sure you're comfortable in some cases like giving you the pep talk getting mm-hmm. you like excited look here are your embryos yeah exactly <laughs> you know like I, I love the nurses. They're awesome. They're huge. Well, last we love with nurses. our transfer this last time, I was like, does the embryo look okay? And she's, she said, I've seen a lot of cute babies come from uglier embryos. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Wait, is that a compliment? I don't know. Like, I'll take that as yes. Because <laughs> she handed me a picture. I'm like, so is this good? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, I I mean to wrap up the conversation about bedside manner, 
I guess it's, like, different for every person, obviously. But I don't think anyone really likes the doctor that's like, yeah, you're having a miscarriage. We'll get you the methotrexate shot stat. (laughs) And, like, beep, end of call. Yeah. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. (laughs) It's like, I have other things to do. I know, which I'm sure, like, he probably did have I've got ten six other people more call. of these calls to yeah. make. I have to tell ten <laughs> other people they're miscarrying. Yeah, Good day for me. Suck. Yeah, it's got to suck. So it's not like I feel for you guys, but maybe have a little more compassion. Like, fake your compassion. Like, you're going to work on your acting skills if you're... Yeah, well, I will never forget the day that... My doctor, who I love, who I thought I had this great special relationship with, I saw her acting the exact same way with someone else. Oh, no. You're like, cheater, <laughs> cheater. <laughs> and I was like, no, I thought it was just me. I thought I was special. Oh, no. <laughs> See, that's a good doctor. Yes. Yeah. That's a good doctor. She made you feel special. She made me feel so special. And she, then I realized she does it to everybody. She was that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so let's move on to out of the box can we all sing it together that was a colossal <laughs> fail we maybe try it again <laughs> um let's just skip the singing it's fine everyone knows what out of the box means <laughs> okay so we wanted to talk about guilty tv pleasures so, Sarah, I'm, I'm going to let you go first. I'm going to go get Christine and I some more wine. Okay. You, talk you about want me your to favorite... talk about mine? Yeah, I want you to talk about your favorite guilty TV pleasure. Uh, I just started watching Insatiable today on Netflix. What is that? Oh, is that a new show? Yeah. It's a... It's, a, it's kind of dumb. <laughs> Like this girl got is that the one about? And it's all about that. <laughs> is it about like prom queens or something? I feel um, like I've seen a preview for this. Kind of. I, she's trying to be a beauty pageant queen. Yes. Okay. I did see a preview for this. Is it good so far? It's like entertaining enough. Okay. That's all I need in a show. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of. It's weird. It's kind of weird because she's like wanting to get revenge on people because she was fat like Carrie? and she's skinny now and she's kind of crazy like the lead character is not a good person or doesn't seem like a good person so so is this gonna end with like a murder <laughs> i don't know <laughs> is this gonna end with like pig's blood on someone's head maybe i keep talking to kayla about the bachelor because that's basically become my new tv guilty pleasure which I haven't watched it in forever. My sister got me back into it. And then I found out Kayla watches it too. So now I have someone else to talk about it with. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I'm basically obsessed. And Bachelor in Paradise just started. Have you watched any of it yet? I have watched some of it. Yes. Which I much prefer to The Bachelor and The Bachelorette at this point. Yeah. The last few seasons have been disappointing, to say the least, for me. I just started watching last season, or two seasons ago, I guess. Oh, you need to go back. I know. Well, I I was like <laughs> an OG Bachelor fan. I watched the first maybe three or four seasons, 
before there was even a Bachelor Nation, probably. Oh, like in the 90s? Those seats, like... <laughs> I don't think it was the I 90s. I don't think it started. No, it was... The, I think it started in the 90s. Wait, if I was watching it in the 90s, that's kind of scary. Because it was definitely the first few seasons. The first... Well, oh, maybe it's not. I'm I'm just thinking of, like, the... I'm, I'm picturing Trista and Ryan, mm-hmm. and her hair was very 90s. That's so it started scary. in it 2002. Might... Okay, so it's almost pretty close. pretty close. Yeah. Well, that's when I was watching, and so then you I watched took a the, long and then you, break, a very long break. Re season. Okay. Well, you came. Okay, so your expectations, like you're keeping them low with yeah. Re. Yeah. And well, and this is my first Bachelor in Paradise that I'm watching too. Oh. I've never watched that ever. Oh. Does he have gray I'm hair? Yeah. Yeah. Look, Sarah's Googling. It's not good. <laughs> but he has a very young face. This is confusing. Uh, he's old. No, he's older. Kayla just almost fell over. I did. <laughs> yeah, he's not that great. No, he's terrible. I think the the he's the one we talked about Ari, Sarah, on the podcast when we talked about people doing false pregnancy announcements and how shitty that is oh yeah he was the one who did it he did it with it yeah they did they posted on april fool's <gasps> day a pregnancy announcement oh my god i didn't even see that but if i did i would have hated him even more mm-hmm. i feel like the bachelor for is i mean don't get me wrong i always feel like i wasted however many hours of my life after i watch it like, so, which is why I have to, like, multitask and do something else yeah, while I'm watching I draw. It. There you go. This okay, is when I draw so while I watch The Bachelor. So you're saying The Bachelor is responsible for all your brilliant illustrations. <laughs> the Bachelor is present for all of my brilliant <laughs> illustrations. We have ABC to thank for you. <laughs> yeah. ABC is a witness to everything <laughs> that I do. <laughs> but... I like I feel like there's a place in the world for everyone for like trashy TV especially when you're going through in- infertility. Oh yeah. Like just like checking out. I couldn't watch anything if a character was getting pregnant, pregnant, anything like that. No, those were all off limits. And that's not going to happen on the bachelor. Nope, most likely. I mean you never I mean, know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You <laughs> never know. But usually people aren't getting pregnant on The Bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. But I fully support trash TV. Checking Me out. Me too. <laughs> um, okay, so we have a quick lightning round. I have to turn the screen so, <laughs> okay. you've, so, so I can't see. So you can't see. Okay. Um, we do this with all of our guests. Oh, fire, fire away. Okay. Would you rather send naked pics to a stranger or an ex-boyfriend? Uh, I guess an ex-boyfriend. I was going to say stranger. <laughs> I was going to say it depends on which ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Stranger. Yeah, I feel like an ex be like, this is what you're missing. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> Yeah, but then it's like, if they hate your guts, what do they do with that picture? That's true. Okay, well, I didn't think about that. <laughs> well, I think about human nature. Listen, you need to think about these things. <laughs> Never put your face well, strange- in naked pictures. 
That's yeah, if it wasn't my face, then I go stranger. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's my face, probably X. I'd still go stranger. Which, <laughs> um, would you rather sleep with someone really hot or someone really good in bed? Good in bed. Duh. Right, Sarah? Yeah. Well, because I feel like even if you're good in bed, you have to be kind of hot, too, no? I, I don't know. <laughs> Would you rather screw your high school crush or your celebrity crush? Celebrity crush? What? How is that even an option? <laughs> Who is your celebrity crush? I don't know. That's a good question. Uh... I don't know who I'm digging on right now. I gotta think about that. Well, who who was, like, someone that's, like, you're always coming back to? Um, the, maybe this is gonna sound weird. No, no it won't. It... Um, I'm kind of a Star Wars nerd. Okay. So, I Chewbacca. love... <laughs> Hayden Christensen. No, Ewan McGregor. Oh, Okay. He's not that old, right? No, he's not that old. I would do someone older than him. I mean, I probably would, too. I think George Clooney's older than him, and I'd yeah, do him. Yeah, I would definitely do him. Ooh, I man. don't know. But, like, who's young? I guess Ryan Reynolds. I would definitely go for him. Yeah, of course. Would you rather fart uncontrollably during an orgasm or cry inconsolably? <laughs> cry inconsolably. <laughs> Yeah. No, I do not. What is your answer? I mean, you cut out for me. Cry. I'd rather cry uncontrollably. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. I mean, fart uncontrollably? Really? No. (laughs) (laughs) You could could try to make crying sexy. You can't make farting sexy. No, that's a good point. You'd be like, I just love you so much. This is such a good orgasm. Yeah, exactly. But but farting, no. You're right. Definitely crying. Definitely. How do you feel about the word moist? You know, I hated that word for a while, but now I'm just, maybe I'm desensitized to it. I'm pretty neutral on it. Yeah, I feel like people love to like, be like, Oh, moist. Oh, it's such a <laughs> dirty word. So now it's like, okay, get right. over it. Makes me Sarah, think of how do you cake. feel about moist? Yeah, right? Yeah. The cake is so moist. You want some moist delicious cake. chocolate cake. Yeah, just think of cake, guys. It's not a big deal. You don't want dry cake. No. <laughs> you also don't want a dry vagina. That's true. You want a moist one. But see, I think more wet when I think vagina than <laughs> moist. <laughs> I feel like there's right. levels. Well, then why is moist such a... Like, why do people hate it so much? Maybe it's someone the way will tell your us. mouth moves when you say it. Maybe. <laughs> moist. I don't know. Moist. <laughs> okay, a few more. These are not raunchy. So you've lived in a number of places in the United States. You've moved around quite a bit, and you've been on the East Coast, East Coast, <laughs> East you Coast, from New Jersey, East Coast. Wait, how would you say it, New Jersey? No, I don't know. I don't. Know. Are you from New Jersey? East. No, I'm from Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah, we didn't mention that you're from Connecticut. I grew up there, but I haven't lived there in a while. Yeah. 
And you've and you've since lived on the West Coast, and yes. you've lived in Virginia, and now you're in Chicago, right? Did I get that right? Yes. Wait, all how, correct. Why have you been in so many places? Because uh, Ryan was in the military. Okay. So we lived in San Diego for five years, and then Virginia for two years, and then he got out, and now we are in Chicago. Of all the places you've been, like, what's your favorite city and why? I mean, if you... I mean, New York City is my favorite city. <laughs> okay. I lived in New York right when I graduated college for five years. Those were, like, the best years of my life. <laughs> I love New York. Mm. So you actually Just lived like... in New York City? Yes. In Manhattan? Yes. Ooh. Nice. 23rd and Park. <laughs> Gramercy. Represent. I don't know where that is, but it sounds great. By the Flatiron Building. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, it looks like one of these. What is that? Flatiron. <laughs> <laughs> She's making a motion, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> like an iron. Yeah. It looks like okay, a yes, stabbing like motion. Iron. <laughs> it did look like a stabbing motion. <laughs> I haven't ironed in like 10 years. No. <laughs> Does anyone iron anymore? I don't know. Iron. Um last week i feel like oh what do you iron we leave our clothes in the dryer too long and then they're all wrinkly oh (laughs) see i just turn the dryer back on (laughs) i do both of those things (laughs) i'm like oh shoot it's been five hours no 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 it's been days that doesn't work when it's been days (laughs) same sure (laughs) yeah I think I have wet clothes in my washer right now as we speak. You should probably it's put fine. those over to the dryer. Nah. Yeah, I should. I Oh, I do that more than the dryer thing. Like, I wash something and then forget and to mm-hmm. move it, and then I got to wash it again. Yeah. It sucks. Couple days. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're like, oh, there's something in here. Oh, it's molding. Um, it's molding. Gross. Lovely. <laughs> Can you describe your worst date for me? My worst date? Yeah. Like, ever. Like a real one or fake one? Don't say Ryan's. Wait, like a real one? Yeah, like a real (laughs) date. Yeah, like, like, like Miss Congeniality, (laughs) when she's like, April 25th, not too hot, not too cold. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I could think of my worst, like, calendar date. What is your worst calendar date? I don't know. It's gotta be, like, January 3rd, right? Some, sometime in, no, not January 3rd. But I would put, like, later in January. Yeah. Because these it are sucks. <laughs> okay. Um, salty or sweet? Sweet. Favorite holiday? Fourth of July. Me too! I Best love holiday. the Fourth of July because it's summer. I don't even care about Christmas and presents. I don't care about presents. I mean, I love Christmas, but I love July. the Fourth of July. I love fireworks. I don't yeah, like 4th of July great. because it freaks my dog out. <laughs> well, you're un-American, so. Right. Sarah, come on. She gets so scared with fireworks. And people do fireworks here all the time. Mm. I, Pippa hasn't been that exposed to fireworks. And that doesn't make me hate it enough. <laughs> I think I just like wearing red, white, and blue, honestly. <laughs> Are those your, like good colors I ha- for you? Yeah. I think I just have a lot of red, white, and blue individually in my closet. So I always have outfit options. Well, that's handy. Oh, nice. That yeah. is handy. 
Um, okay. Yeah, that's I I next 4th of July we're hanging. Mhm. For sure. What was your last Halloween costume? Um I Oh, I was a It's going to sound Go really on. dumb. Tell and this us, was purely to hand out candy at my house in Virginia cuz I don't think we dress up last year. Where were we for Halloween last year? I don't know. But I, uh, it was me, Ryan, and his friend was staying with us for the weekend. So I made them put on cat ears, and I was a sexy cat lady. Oh, okay. <laughs> As opposed to the crazy cat right, lady. There you go. <laughs> because I didn't have the crazy look going for me. So they like the were, they were the my tomcats. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> and I, yeah, went black bathrobe and nice. red lipstick and, and handed out candy to little kids. <laughs> I like it. I do too. <laughs> That's I like when you when people do Halloween costumes that aren't like literal. You know, they get creative with them. I know what I want my next costume to be, and I do I tell. Still need to convince Ryan to get on board with this. I want to be Blue's Clues, <laughs> like the dog. Yes. Okay. Like blue. I want to be blue. Yes. Uh-huh. And I want him to be Steve. <laughs> And we'll make my dog Pippa be magenta. Aww. I don't, I'm not familiar with the show. <laughs> what? It's such a good show. Magenta's magenta. She's just a magenta dog. Like, she's just a purple dog. So yeah. it's like blue, but magenta gotcha. color. And then okay. Steve is the guy who has the striped shirt. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Such an easy costume. Just wear like a rugby shirt and some khakis. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. Time. Christine, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. This has been like, I mean, I feel like we met on Instagram through this podcast. Like, I wouldn't have known you without, like, being in the infertility community. And, you know, we've since, like, hung out a few times and it's been great. And I'm so glad that we got to meet each other and I consider you a friend now and I'm really glad that you you know came and like shared your story and like came and co-hosted with us today you're being sappy I am we got tacos we got tacos and talked about our tacos (laughs) I hope you're enjoying your wine (laughs) I mean I feel like you become fast friends when you are talking about your tacos over tacos well first of all tacos the kind you eat are delicious they're i mean they're a great unifier yeah you mix tacos and then you add in tequila it's like we're bffs for life the great unifier it is it is it is truly the great unifier unifier so thank you for joining us today yeah any last words uh, thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> You're welcome. Will you come back and join us again sometime? Yeah, anytime. Awesome. And in the meantime, for the rest of you, join our closed Facebook groups called the Infertile Mafia and the Infertile Mafia Bosses and Babies. Follow us on Instagram at Infertile Mafia Podcast. Of course, follow Christine at Infertility Illustrated. 
Feel free to send us an email to infertilemafia at gmail.com. And of course, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to keep hearing more talk about eggs and balls and <laughs> things like that. I, for- I forget <laughs> what you guys say. No, that's what we say. That's what we say. <laughs> eggs and balls and things. And stuff. <laughs> Eggs and balls and tacos and boxes and everything like that. Exactly. You got it. Perfect. (laughs) And in our next episode, we're talking about infertility and pop culture, movies, TV, music, etc. How infertility and fertility treatments are depicted good and bad in Hollywood. Have you guys seen the um, How to Buy a Baby Instagram? Yeah. There's, I like need to. Wa- I want to watch her show, but I don't think you can see. It. I think you can only see it in Canada. Yeah, I haven't watched it really, because I've tried and I don't think you can. I think it's only available in Canada right now. And I keep asking her what I want to see it. When can I see it? Hmm. I know <laughs> how to buy a baby monkey comes up. On <laughs> <Google>. <laughs> yeah, I've I've been to her website. and I think you can, and I don't know if it's on YouTube or what, but I think you can only watch it in canada right now oh, well, what the I know. heck i know it is a bummer but you guys can talk about that next week we should and sex in the city that was my yep frame of charlotte yeah the yeah. og mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll talk about charlotte too <laughs> so christine close us out thanks for joining the infertile mafia bye goodbye bye <laughs>